I would like to begin this broadcast by acknowledging the Awabakal people, the traditional custodians of this land. I pay my respects to their elders, past, present and emerging. I extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander listeners. It always was and always will be Aboriginal land. And welcome back to the Newcastle Live and Local Music Show with Bonnie. It's great to have your company this evening. I have heaps planned for you for tonight. So to kick things off, we'll be chatting to singer-songwriter Belle. She has such a mature voice and is really great at writing songs. So we're going to be talking all about her debut EP and her original single. We'll also be talking to Nick from Trip Fandino to talk about their sound and also their latest release, which is Killer. They're really great at modernising vintage sounds and that's the main thing that I love about them. We'll also be catching up with surf rockers Avaganda. The main themes within their songs are quite cheeky but really capture the Aussie experience and I find that super intriguing. In the meantime, feel free to shoot me a message on 0490-84886. That number again is 0490-84886 or head along to the Instagram which is liveandlocal underscore lazots and uh, shoot through any requests or anything that you want to add to the conversation. But let's get it started. You're listening to the Newcastle Live and Local Music Show with Bonnie. You're listening to the Newcastle Live and Local Music Show with Bonnie, and it's my absolute pleasure to welcome an incredible singer-songwriter into the studio. Uh, She's had me very excited and keen on hearing some recorded music after I first saw her live. And this wonderful artist that I'm speaking of is Belle. Welcome to the studio. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. (laughs) So let's start off at the very beginning. How did you first get into music? Oh my gosh. Um, So I've been into performance and creating and creative industries ever since I was really little. I started acting when I was four just by doing like drama lessons Um, and then naturally led into dancing like the whole creative realm I guess um and by the time I was eight or nine I was begging my mum to let me do singing lessons like every little girl just loves singing and music I guess every (laughs) little kid I should say um and she was like no you've signed up to everything you're doing tennis you're doing netball you're doing (laughs) drama you're doing dance I'm not doing another thing because you're just going to drop out of it because I would literally stay in something for like four weeks Mm. and then drop out anyways begged her hard enough and she let me do singing lessons I think I was nine um and I just fell like in love with it I was a bit of a um still am a bit of a weird kid um got bully quite a lot when I was little and it was yeah and it was a real like outlet to be able to sing and I had a natural I guess ability to have like a musical ear since I was younger and I found it was just like a really great outlet to be able to just literally lock myself in my room put on a YouTube karaoke and sing my little heart out um God help the people that were listening on the outside (laughs) of the room but um yeah I just fell in love with it and then I did my first singing performance not long after I started singing lessons and I just kept going. I started busking when I was oh, maybe 11 or 12 mm. um, and I loved it. And then I got asked to do a gig, like my first paid gig, which I think was at a wedding when I was 12. And I did that wow. and it, that was great fun. And then it just kind of kept on. Like I busked every weekend um, and gigged every other weekend. So I just kind of, it went like that and I just never stopped 
because I just loved it so much. Yeah. So yeah. who were some of the artists and musicians that you were listening to back in the day that made you really want to get into singing? Honestly, still the same artist I listen to today. Yeah. So like Adele was a massive one for me, um, still is. Um, loved like John Mayer, but also loved like, you know, your Taylor Swift, especially <laughs> when I was younger, Katy Perry, that type of thing. Um, mostly what was on the radio, but then at the same time, my mum and dad always loved listening to like, even like James Blunt in the car oh, yeah. or Dido in the car <laughs> and, you know, Missy Higgins. So I kind of had like a, a broad realm of pop music, I guess you would say, um, and there's still music that I listen to today and find really comforting and beautiful. But Adele was probably definitely the main main idol, yeah. When you first started busking, what were you taking out on the streets, instrument-wise? Yeah. And where were you going to, to busk? So I was going to the main street of Toronto Boulevard. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. We were living on Lake Macquarie and it was just the closest, I guess, like town to where we were living. Um and I'd literally take out like this crappy $20 guitar. No like, way. Nylon string, I think that's what you call it, like the plastic <laughs> string. Yeah. No amplification <laughs> at all. Like probably not great for the vocal health, <laughs> but literally singing no mic, nothing, literally just my guitar on a little stool. And I'd get this like, it was literally like a bucket. I think it might have been like a box mm. for presents that I put out in front of me and people just drop coins in there. And I think for a long time I had the... Oh, I was a young, cute kid on the side of the road working towards me because I think people were like, oh, God, give her $2. <laughs> you know, the poor things busting on the side of the road at the age of 12. Um, but, yeah, literally just a guitar and my voice sitting on a stool. And it was yeah. great fun. Like, I loved it. And I don't even think I realised, like, when you're that age, you've got no concept of money. But <laughs> my parents were like, oh, my God, this girl is getting, like, $50 for half an hour. And yeah. I'm like, I don't even know what $50 means. Like, what, what does that even mean? Yeah. But... It was great. It's it's still really good. It was great for my performance skills and confidence because I kind of – not a lot of people listen to you when you're busking just in some small town. Like people kind of just walk past and the odd person throws in some coins. Um, but it kind of gave me a real opportunity to like hone in on, I guess, my craft. So, yeah. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, and uh, were mum and dad watching <laughs> no. whenever you went out to busk? Sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes they'd come out and watch me. Most times they'd drop me off on a weekend. They're like, right. Off you go, it's a Saturday morning, 10am, we'll come back and pick you up in an hour. That's and fantastic. I was like, great, no worries. And there were a few interesting sorts that would walk past me, but no, it gave me good street skills. But oh no, sometimes they came and watched me. <laughs> That's hilarious. So moving on to your more professional career, yeah. you released your first original song back in 2021, yeah. is that right? Yeah. And it's called My Love. So uh, what was it about this song that you wanted to release as your very first single? I don't know. It's weird because I had definitely written plenty of songs before it. Um, and I wrote the song about my partner. I wrote it for him for a Valentine's Day present because I was Aww. really late on the Valentine's Day train. <laughs> Didn't buy him a present. I'm like, oh, crap, got to write. I'll write him a song. And I ended up really, really liking it. <laughs> and I gave it to him and he liked it. And then kind of showed a couple of people, like my friends, just like, oh, I'm really proud of this song that I wrote. And people were liking it. I'm like, oh, I guess I'll just do this as my first song like mm. now's better time than any like um so yeah I just started working on it and released it for no particular reason I didn't think it was necessarily more special than the other songs I just think it was the first song that I kind of the cogs were turning that maybe I should just release it so yeah yeah and uh, I really love the album art it's really cute thank you <laughs> oh, the single art. is thank that a baby you. bell it's a baby bell yes. it's a baby bell I don't know there should be a deeper meaning to it. I have always wanted to use baby photos of myself in my music as yeah. cover art, I guess you'd call it. Um, I don't know. It kind of gives me that warm, fuzzy feeling that I wanted the song to give mm -hmm. people that feeling. 
Um, and when I kind of look at it, I'm like, oh, that makes me feel special. And like that little girl is the person that wrote the song and, you yeah. know, to always be kind to that little girl. So, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's an important girl. thing to remember. It is, yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know, maybe more baby photos to come. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so moving on to your next release, which yep. – only dropped within the last month. Yeah. It's called She's Bell and it's a live EP. Yeah. So my first question for you about this is why did you want to do it live? And where was where was it recorded? Okay, so bit of intel. Mm. When I say live, it's a very big stretch of the live word. <laughs> so it's live in terms of it um well, we were going to do it live when it initially happened. So mm. my friend Jacinta Dockrell, who was doing, um, just finished her degree in music engineering, I guess you'd call, sound engineering, that's yep. the word I'm looking for. She was doing her major work and she needed someone to be, I guess, her, her project for her major work. Um, and I wanted to record an EP. So she came to me and was like, do you want to be kind of like the subject for my major work? I'm like, yeah. absolutely. And we were going to do a live performance with my band at the university. And then unfortunately she got COVID um, oh, for no. just for the week, but it threw off all of our plans. It was a nightmare because, mm. you know, obviously organising like seven people to be in the same room when yeah. everyone's got jobs in uni and whatever, it's a nightmare. Um, so we had to kind of do a twist on the word live mm. in terms of we had three of us record at once, two of us record another time. So it's live in a sense where half of the band <laughs> is live, <laughs> the other half not so much. But it also is live in terms of it hasn't got a lot of the bells and whistles that like a normal EP would yeah. have. It's literally like if you were to come and listen to one of our shows, it's pretty much the same like situation you'd hear probably exactly what you hear in the mm. EP um I wanted to do it that way because I find when I think too much about all the bells and whistles I find I really lose the magic of the song mm. and it turns into this big monster that I, I didn't want it to I wanted it to just be the song and the instruments and the melody and the vocals I didn't want it to be as I said all the bells and whistles so I wanted to really just like I really love the songs on there and I really wanted to um, showcase the sh like the songwriting and um, all that goes into that. Yeah. Um, so I chose to do it a little, I guess, unplugged live because of that. Um, yeah, and I'm really happy with it. So what kind of time frame are we looking at when it comes to the writing of the songs that are featured on the EP? Oh, crazy. <laughs> so I wrote... Um, Go Ahead, which is the second song in the EP. I wrote that in high school and it was a song that I didn't forget about but I just put on the back burner. But it was a song a lot of people really liked when I wrote it. Um, and then I, the other three songs I wrote probably in the last since, – since COVID. Um, and I guess I just chose those four songs because, well, the last three songs that I said um, which were written in the last two-year period um, I found were really, really – they showed who I was and showed the journey that I'd been on with my musical career, which has been pretty massive in the last two years due to COVID and everything. And I really wanted to showcase, you know, everything that I'd kind of had to go through to become who she is, Belle, now, I guess, yeah. um, and go ahead. I don't know. I felt like it just belonged there as well. Mm. So I guess you'd say the last two years of the songwriting plus <laughs> go ahead from like four years ago. So, yeah. Where does the title come from? Um, title comes from as I like as I just said yeah. I wanted the songs in the EP to really show who I am and where I'm at now and what I had to go through to be where I'm at now um, but also I wanted to call it She Is Bell 
because as I said, I was bullied really badly as a kid. Music was a massive um, outlet for me. And I always really struggled and still do with self-esteem. And Belle means beautiful in Italian or Bella. In Italian, it means beautiful. Um, And I liked the idea of she is beautiful, meaning who might be listening, she's beautiful, or Mm. myself, beautiful, to remind myself that that journey and everything about that person is beautiful. Um, And I kind of like that duality of like, cool, all this is who I am now, but it's also she's beautiful. Um, And I thought of that name ages ago before the EP was even a thought. It's been a concept that I had thought of a really long time ago. It's a really beautiful concept. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and uh, so what are you getting up to at the moment? Are you planning on releasing anything new? Are you gigging? Yeah. What's happening? Um, I'm gigging full time at the moment. So I'm living in Sydney, um, doing cover gigs on the weekends, normally three or four gigs a weekend, which is so much fun. I really, really enjoy it. Really great to work on my craft all the time and kind of just always be in that creative music mm. mindset. What part um, of Sydney? I'm in Surrey Hills. Surrey Hills. Yes, it's beautiful. Lots of coffee shops (laughs) and lots of bakeries and good food. Uh, It's (laughs) important. It's very, very good. (laughs) Um, But I am back in Newcastle often. I do sometimes help my dad out at work, so I'm here often. Um, But, yeah, so I am also working on some original music. I just did an original show last week at Five Soyers, and it was really, really great. And then a few months ago I did my first original show with my band at Lazotte's, (laughs) and that was the best thing ever. It was so much fun. Um, And, yeah, so I'm just writing as much music as I possibly can. I would really love to release an album in the coming year or so, so that's something I've got always ticking over in the back of my mind. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I'm just trying to really hone in on – I guess, who I am as an artist and my sound and trying to figure that out because it's an ever-changing thing Um, and just trying to, I guess, be a better musician every day kind of thing, be a better person every day, I guess. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, always working on new music and there's always going to be something in the works that's going to be coming out soon. So, yeah. Fantastic. Well, it's an absolute pleasure to have you in the studio. I have been talking about you all year. Um, <laughs> so it's just great to finally have you here well, and be able to you. play your music. Thank you so much. And I can't wait to see everything to come. You're just a fantastic singer-songwriter. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. <laughs> it's the Newcastle Live and Local Music Show. You're listening to the Newcastle Live and Local Music Show with Bonnie and up next I have a beautiful live track for you. The recording was provided by Chris Barnett from Band-Aids Bookings and Festivals and uh, this one is Kingsley James. He has been doing all sorts of things locally but he actually has spent the last couple of years up in Byron Bay just singing and working on his craft and it's really exciting to have him back here in Newcastle. He recently performed at Dashville Skyline. He just jumped up in the Sunset Super Hour for a song and he also performed at Piper Butcher's birthday, the Bout Time Festival. Here's Kingsley James. This one's called Wandering and it's about uh, it's about a girl. Most of them are about girls, actually, unfortunately. (laughs) Except the last one. Wondering I'm supposed to leave you now Or where will I go? Fumbling These thoughts inside my head the one to know 
Forget what we spend, I'll pack my things up, put them in my car, and I'll go. Could I be the one to succeed, to look past what we have? And in my mind, it's lonely inside. Liquor seeps through my veins. Here I am standing, drunker than ever before. What did I want to say? The words I couldn't fake them And I'm sure you know That I'd leave it for something But I truly wasn't And I can only be me It's hard enough as it is Time and time you will see Fell into a game that you played, I couldn't put it down. But my love for you, could I only make do of what was left of it? How do you stand the cold? When it's easier to know that your man's waiting by To keep you warm at night What did I want to say? The words I couldn't fake them And I'm sure you know that I'd leave it for something But I truly wasn't And I can only be me it's hard enough as it is Time and time you will see No, I'll never change nothing Vulnerable is all I'll be If the feeling don't mean something Then it's no longer for me Yeah, I'll take everything I've had Till the next one comes around I love you so much better, baby when I hear your sound And all the times, oh, we go back You're on my mind, I can't let you go It's hard to be alone but I guess sometimes I gotta I gotta let it go
Thank you. Earlier this year, Steve and I caught up with Mick from Trip Fandino, who are one of our favourite local bands here in Newcastle. They're a four-piece and uh, they formed back in 2021. They have a very cool mix of fresh and retro and Nick actually popped in to premiere their track Killer, which is their latest release and a personal fave. So let's catch up with Nick from Trip Fandino. G'day, Nick. Hello, how you doing? I'm very, very well. How are you going? Very well, thank you. It's great to have you in the studio. Um, We've been following Trip Fandino for quite a while now, so uh, it's great to finally get you in for a chat. Thank you so much for having me, guys. Really appreciate it. So we feel really honoured to be premiering your brand new track, Killer. But before we get there, we would love to get to know you a little bit more. So how did Trip Fandino, the band, come to be? And where did the name come from? Very good two questions, actually. (laughs) Um, I guess Trip Fandino was was something born out of curiosity. Um, Years and years ago, I I mean, I have and still am doing a bit of a, the solo singer-songwriter tour around, you know, Australia and and the and the world, so to speak. And um, I'd I'd always had I, I had a fascination and a deep love for punk yep. music, um, grunge music. Growing mm. up in the eighties, I was a eighties kid, so I had a lot of influences, and um, I, I felt there was a way. There was this sort of these things happening inside me that I need to express, but. Could, you can't just do it with a guitar and, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes things just need to be expressed in different ways. So, Trip sort of emerged by itself. This, like, we are just chatting before we came on. It was a bit of an alter ego kind of thing, you know, <laughs> yeah. a way to express my, my inner anarchy um, slash, you know, <laughs> a little bit more of the messy side the of myself. The chaos within. The chaos within. <laughs> You've got to get it out. <laughs> otherwise, it festers. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> so true. So true. So, so I started, you know, mucking around with some demos at home and, um, Fortunately, I've, I've, I'm, I know a lot. I have some of my best friends are, are great musicians, and it just so happened that I I, I played in an, another band called Benjaloo for about six years. Benjaloo, yeah, we so. played a track of theirs yesterday. Yeah. Oh, did the you? way to the coast. Oh, there you go. So they're like some of my best friends, and I was lucky enough to actually recruit uh, three of them from the band now, mm. and uh, one's moved to Sydney. So there's two. There's Luke. Uh, Anthony, myself, and we've just uh, for the last six months we got Duncan on board. Nick was on board, the drummer for Benjaloo as well, but um, he he moved to Sydney. He's uh, chasing awesome career opportunities, <laughs> so we've <laughs> been lucky enough and very blessed to have Duncan jump in as well. And it's just been a perfect formula. So yeah, it was it was a it was a hard decision to go. Well, how do I take these demos um, to the live, you know, to the real world? So. I just called some familiar friends and said, "Hey guys, you want you want in on this?" And they were they were stoked to be on board, and I'm really really blessed to have them. The yeah. name comes from <clears throat> there's a <clears throat> in my parents' house. They have these really. They spend a lot of time in Spain, and uh, they had all these really old Spanish bullfighter photo um, posters from from. Uh, it was it was a it was Pamplona back in the day. Anyhow, there was a there was a name on there called Victor Fandino. Okay, it's very old Victor. poster. We're talking sixties, maybe even yeah. maybe earlier. So I, I, I was like, I'd seen this poster, and you know, and walked past, and I, I finally did a bit of googling, and and uh, I read up on this Victor chap, and um, I it's an interesting story. He actually tripped on his own cape whilst fighting the bull oh, no. and was was impaled by the bull oh no and it's a very interesting story a little bit savage for our <laughs> pg listeners at home but what struck me was that this this the arrogance and the you, i don't know if you've seen them what they do but it's quite a very brutal yes. and horrible thing to watch yeah. yeah and 
it was in the stages of his pride and he's being worshipped by these crowds and being thrown roses that he tripped on his own cape, aka his ego, got the better of him. He fell over and, you know, the bull got the better of him. So, wow. I was like a Good. cool metaphor for, <laughs> you know, keeping things grounded and yeah. um, don't trip on your own ego, otherwise you'll be impaled by, oh. by a bull. By a bull, metaphorically speaking. So, I like it. Yeah. So, it's got absolutely nothing to do with tripping the light fandango. No, tripping. No. <laughs> no, what is that? That's an old saying that oh. people used to say that All right. to go out and have fun. Okay. To, yeah, anyway. Well, that's the first I've heard. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Your artwork and visuals are eye catching and really well put together. So I want to know who is the whiz behind what we see from Trip Fandino? Well, it's so most of the artwork, so I've, I've, I have. I guess I have these visions in my head of what I'd what also I'm inspired from what I see from other sort of things going on out in the world but there's there's a sort of a, a sort of a I don't know it sounds weird but almost a, a daydreamy vision that I have of what that should look like so um I, I did a lot of online. I drew. I, I'm a very, very terrible drawer. <laughs> really, so I do like stick figurey guys of <laughs> things. I and and sort of have this draft at home, and then I spend a bit of time. So the first bit of artwork was done through me just drawing this thing of what. Oh, this would be cool. Like, I think the first track I uploaded. Again, I had all these demos, but I had this first track that went officially. You know live uh, I was thinking crap I need artwork for this right I need to put some artwork <laughs> yeah. on it and I think it was uh, vultures and I, th- I pictured this obviously a vulture on a, on a branch and anyway and this guy's artwork came across Dex his name's Dex he's from Indonesia and he has and then I dove into Dex's page he's uh he's and he's got this amazing portfolio of stuff mm-hmm. can't send him a message on Facebook he wrote back straight away he's like yep done um, and he, oh, he literally just Took it was an image he already had. He just tweaked some words and things like that, and vultures became that. So then we started building this relationship of like, Dex is great. Um, he can be he's our guy. Like he, yeah. was, he fitted the project. So then the next time we had snake hips come up, and I pictured, you know, that sort of the dark. You know, you can't quite see your eyes mm. with the cigarette and stuff, and sent him a really, really, really bad drawing. <laughs> and he's gone, how about this? And I was just and I just every, almost every replies had wow. That's great, man. Go Dex. You know, thanks, Dex. Send it through. What a legend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. what a legend. So, and Dex is away for killer. So, I, I was lucky enough just to kind of, yeah, just bounce back and forth some ideas with that. And we, so, everything we've done is basically between myself and Dex. And, mm. and the guys have all given really good feedback on, because I, I, I kind of think, I may think it looks cool, but it may not be cool. No, it's <laughs> so So, I always cool. send it through to a bunch of other players, especially the guys <laughs> in the band, and I'm, I know that they'll say it's crap or it's good. <laughs> yeah. Give you the honest answer. Exactly. <laughs> so, we're about to premiere your brand new single, Killer. You have captured a refreshing yet nostalgic sound in this track. Can you tell us about your musical direction and the inspiration behind this song? Absolutely. Um, I think that's you perfectly explained it. It's um, it's this surf trashy rock kind of vibe that I just remember hearing. A lot of good Aussie bands can do that as well, but it was it was just one of those vibes that I was. I really want to make a surf pop trash song, yeah, but have some really interesting and unique catchy lyrics. And I was actually lying on Dudley Beach one day. It was during a lockdown, and um, I just went down for a swim, laid on the sand, and the the, the chorus came into my head. Because I used to be, uh, I used to have a mad crush on Claudia Schiffer. Claudia Schiffer, any <laughs> song with Claudia Schiffer. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> it was amazing, you know. And so yes. um, I was like, I was singing along and I just started humming. The melody came to my head about, you know, 
looking like a younger version of Claudia Schiffer. And then I had the Stone Cold Killer as well. And I mashed them together, sang it into my iPhone. Mm. Um, I was like, cool, that could work. Went home that night, played around with the guitar, the chords to it. And then voila, it sort of evolved. And then I built the rest around the chorus, which is weird. Sometimes Trip Fandino, as just a quick loop back to the how it all began, I... In order to flip the songwriting structure on its head from me going from a folk guy to doing this this band thing, I need to write songs differently. I couldn't do it the same process. So instead of starting on guitar, I went and bought a bass guitar mm. and, and started making bass riffs and built the song around a simple bass riff just so I wouldn't fall into the trap repetition. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so I went home and did all that and voila. And, yeah, I think it just happened. One of those things, they just happened. So where was this recorded and uh, what was the production process like? Production process, I did all the pre-production at home. So I've got a little setup at home. Again, like all the other songs, I do a, a couple of demos. And then if the, if the songs are okay and everyone's like, yeah, you should record that, I'll go back and re-record it at home to the best of my ability. And then I take it to my friend Gareth Hudson's place. He's oh. got yep. a studio up in Newcastle. Hazy Cosmic, shout out to Gaz. Yes. Um, and he just then takes it to another level. Mm-hmm. He'll just he'll just inject it with this 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 hazy, you know, magic and brings yeah. everything bigger, wider, cleaner, or dirtier if we want it dirtier. Um, so he's he's very he's an awesome friend to have as well, and um, and it just goes from there. So he's yeah. incredible. Yeah, he's, he is. Yeah, he's very amazing. talented. Some of the stuff he does with Amy V just yeah. blows my mind. Oh yeah, she's another. She's incredible. Yes. So Killer will be your sixth release for Trip mm. Fandino. What are your plans for the rest of 2022? Can we look forward to an EP or possibly an album? I was singing this last night. <laughs> Steve, I was going to go, maybe we should do an album, right? Yeah. I mean, got the songs. I don't know, an EP or an album. But the way things are going, um, I've got so much stuff that in, in my on my old trusty old iPhone yep. 3 or whatever it is. <laughs> and I really need to get – and there's no point in keeping them inside. So I think if I – can get my act together and keep pushing all this stuff out and um hopefully fingers crossed it'd be great to have an album out awesome so um back to the management thing i'm not the greatest at it there's someone else someone else said the other day my mate dan brown goes hey you got no merch where's where's your merch you know people want to buy stuff and so i bought those t-shirts i ordered the wrong sizes (laughs) (laughs) i just ordered stubby coolers so hopefully they are not like the wrong size or whatever cask coolers (laughs) fingers exactly they've come back some crazy cask cooler (laughs) i tried i tried Our second live track for today comes from Cooks and Bakers and it was performed at the Bout Time Festival which was on at the Wickham Park Hotel earlier this year and uh, these guys, as I've said before, they have an incredible following and they definitely turned up to this night. Here's Cooks and Bakers on the Newcastle Live and Local Music Show. Right, this next song is about the Cambridge Hotel. That's it. Waiting my waiting for 
are a surf rock band that highlight the Aussie experience of hanging with mates and sinking tins in a way that leaves a big smile on your face. Following the release of their debut EP called Greatest Hits of All Time, Avaganda have just released a brand new single called Home. And here to chat about their career so far and what's to come, it's a pleasure to welcome to the Newcastle Live and Local Music Show, Tom, Jasper and Jed from Avaganda. Hey boys. How's it going? Thanks for having us. Uh, thanks for joining me. It's great to have you here. Uh, you've been really, you know, gaining some hype around your name lately, so it's awesome to have you on the show. Oh, thanks. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> so where did the name Avaganda come from, and can you tell me about some of your musical influences? That was the Daniel special, wasn't it? I think. Yeah, well, oh, wasn't it you and Daniel that come up with it? Just like, Avaganda, come Avaganda at this. That's about it. There's not much depth to it, is there? <laughs> yeah, we didn't exactly like float around any other names. It was just like, oh, yeah, sick. Yeah, it was more of a just, yeah, it was. good enough. <laughs> as far as like mu- musical influences, I don't think, like, I don't know. We, we kind of just listen to Australian rock, I suppose. Like lower on, lower on the, the scene totem pole, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Nothing. Well, it goes from like what, Cold Chisel to the chats, really. Like anything Australian. Like, we just take inspiration from that, I think, which is, like, you obviously can hear it in the music. Mm. Um, yeah. Anything local, we just love it. It's great to have a band that is looking within its own backyard because so often bands can look out and, you know, look at the Seattle scene or even the Brit rock. So what is it that draws you specifically to Aussie rock? It's laid back, guys. Yeah, I think, yeah, the attitude of it mostly. But then, like, uh, the attitude of the lyrics and that, but also the the musicality of it, it's very simple, really, but effective as well. It's like it's like three, four-chord songs with just, like, cool riffs and, um, yeah, laid-back attitude. I guess that's it, which is what Avogander is. Yeah, nice and relatable. I mean, like, what, nine, nine out of ten songs probably you can mention a beer and it's somewhere along the line. <laughs> <laughs> like, Makes it makes us happy, I suppose. 
Yeah, so I've caught you live a couple of times now and each time there's been a real sense of community within the audience. Has this been something that you have consciously been working on or has it just happened organically? Oh, it's just like all of our friends are really supportive, which is nice. Like they all rock up and bring a mate each as well. So it's like, I don't know, usually there's always a group of our mates there which is starting push pits and stuff like that, which is pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, it's like, I guess you have one mate who gets really around it and they, they talk to three other people because they find it funny. So it's like I was at a Halloween party last night and there's this guy who just would not stop singing beers, bags and stags to like every, everything we were trying to do. <laughs> it's like it kind of felt wholesome in a way regardless of the subject matter. <laughs> Avagander have just released a brand new single called Home, which features a super catchy guitar riff. Where did the inspiration for this song come from? And can we expect some more releases in the next couple of months? Well, Daniel, that's a Daniel song as well, actually, entire, <laughs> almost <laughs> entirely. So yeah. I'm going to try to channel uh, what he spoke about. <laughs> it's about Old Bar, isn't it? Like, that's yeah, yeah. his, his yeah. home, talking about going for a coffee down the beach or whatever. Um, I guess, but everyone has that for their home as well. So, again, it's, like, really relatable. I don't know how he wrote it. He should be here, really, to talk about <laughs> this stuff. Yeah, I guess it's just, like, a sense of home. It's in, there in the title, really. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's his house on the album cover. Oh, not album cover, single cover. And I guess it's, like, out of all our houses, he's kind of captured, captures that in a way. I do want to go to your bio on the Triple J Unearthed page that says, (laughs) Avagander is a four-piece surf rock band for people who can't surf, but will give it a crack anyway. I feel like that really captures your spirit, but I have to ask, can any of you surf? Uh, Not actively. (laughs) I used to, as a kid, and me and Daniel decided that we wanted to try and do it again, and it didn't go well. We like... (laughs) puffed out before even get past the waves to even catch any. So it was just getting out there, then paddling straight back in. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, I think that's one of the most special things, you know, that your biggest song is Can't Surf at this point. And that's the chorus that the audience always sings back because it's just about being with mates and it just has such a great vibe. No, thanks. That's that's (laughs) the Jasper, the drummer wrote the intro. Yeah. That's pretty... Yeah, yeah, I didn't um, write the words though. That must have been after one of your like surfing sessions, surely, where you just uh, like, oh yeah, I can't surf actually. Yeah, I don't know. Probably. <laughs> you got just rocked up with just a whole suite of lyrics and we just like <laughs> put the check mark next to it. And yeah, that's sick. We'll take it. So, uh, when can we next catch you live? And are you planning on putting together a little tour? Oh, uh, we don't have any gigs booked yet, I don't think. There was maybe something in November that we someone told us about like at the start of the year, but we haven't heard anything more about that yet. Um, so it's probably not going to happen. But I think we're sort of backing off on gigs for a little bit. Hey, like at least until the end of the year because uh, we've got recording to do. We've got a bunch of songs that we need to record. And we've got a new one coming out soon, actually, if you want to catch that. Nice. Yeah, actually. I don't know if say the title. Or not. <laughs> when will that one be out? Is that November? Tom? 18th of November. So Ooh. keep a listen out. We've, we've got, I think we chucked up a story. We're going to chuck a post up in a bit. So I guess this is first, first years. 
Can you give us any hints about uh, what it's about or what to expect? <laughs> well, it's a bit, it's actually kind of like, it sounds a lot different to the rest of our stuff, like, but it still follows the same theme, I suppose. So, like, I, can I say the F word? Yes, okay. yes, that's fine. Yeah, it's good. It's, good. it's called drunk as fuck. So, take from that as you will. You should keep the up. We'll, yeah. we'll put the single cover up. You should put oh, it up. It's, oh, yes. <laughs> but it's, um, I guess, a little bit about it in a little way. It's like, I guess the rest of our songs are just super feel good about whatever we're doing. So, mm. but I guess this one touches on, like, like the chorus is fun and everything, and the whole vibe is supposed to be fun. But I suppose it's a bit existential, but isn't it? Lyrics. Like, it's a bit like, oh, man, what am I doing with my life <laughs> kind of deal. Got to yeah. tackle the big topics. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so we were just talking before about the Band-Aid Booking Presents Volume 1. What was that night like for you? Oh, incredible. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, it was great. It was really, really fun. Yeah, we've never seen, never seen Acacia Blue before and they were They're awesome. phenomenal. They blew my head off. It was, yeah, pretty incredible. And Ragdoll as well. Like, I didn't know what to expect because I'd never seen them live before, but holy shit. As soon as they got on, it was like, whoa, let's go. <laughs> and obviously night. the Goudangs. They yeah. Slap. yeah. And Midway, oh, of course. Poor, yeah. poor Midway snapped the string halfway. Uh, <laughs> so had to lend a guitar. But they sounded awesome. Mm. They, they actually, they, they're probably one of the most consistent bands I've seen. Oh, 100%. They get better every time. Massive shout out to um, Dylan Oaks as well for putting yeah. it all together. I think that man... That must not sleep like he works <laughs> constantly, which is great. Yeah, he just puts forward like anyone, any any local act that's doing anything. <laughs> he just chucks them onto something. He's just mm. really like everyone gets to go, which is very cool. community like, minded. Yeah, good bloke. He's doing good shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Look, we kind of touched on this before, but I do want to ask you this question. So there's a real Aussie larrikin behaviour that you capture within your songs. What do you find about this scene to be so inspiring for your music? Because it's more of like a we're not larrikins kind of thing. So <laughs> I don't know. It's like, I don't know, a little bit ironic if that's how you use it. Yeah. And I suppose you're living it in a way, right? So it's like even if you're not going full-blown larrikin peeing on the side of the pub sort of thing. It's still, <laughs> it's still so, like, even when you see other, like, you go to the pub and you just see characters about, right? <laughs> so I find that really <laughs> not inspiring in a way, but you know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> it's just become something that's so easy and in reach and then kind of everyone else can be a part of. Yeah. Very relatable stuff. Yeah. So you wouldn't say that you're immersed within this culture as a band? Oh, I reckon we are. 100%. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'd say 100%. I was going to say, it's hard to live in Australia and not be immersed in this culture, especially if you're going to the pub every other weekend to play gigs and stuff like that. And we all love drinking beers. Like, that's what we do for fun kind of thing. So, yeah, I guess we, like, live the songs more or less. Jed yeah. less so than most of us. But Yeah, I'm not. I'm a... Jed's not a massive drinker, <laughs> but, Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Someone's going to keep you on the straight and narrow, that's for sure. So uh, <laughs> I have one final question for you guys. What's the ultimate dream for Avaganda? Uh, Wembley Arena. 
be involved. <laughs> yeah. we'll get, uh... Spread the good word internationally. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, our, our original goal was just, you know, be a part of the Newcastle scene. And I feel like we're getting, we're, we're, we're in it. We're, mm-hmm. we're playing part of the band stuff, and that's really awesome. Um, so kind of every, everything after this is gravy, right? So, yeah. <laughs> I think we were stoked to just get one person listen to it. Well, now you're in the thousands, so that would feel pretty crazy. Yeah, it's cool. Very surprising. I'd like to say a really big thank you to you guys, Avaganda, for joining me today on the Newcastle Live and Local Music Show. It's been an absolute pleasure to chat to you guys. Thank you very much for having us. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Newcastle Live and Local Music Show with Bonnie this Halloween. It's been very spooky and there has been so many new tracks from local artists here in Newcastle and The Hunter. It's been an absolute pleasure to give them a spin. Can't wait to chuck them into the playlist. Thank you so much to Belle. That was such a fun chat. I really loved catching up with her. And I'd also love to say thanks to Nick from Trip Bandino and the boys from Avaganda. If you haven't seen them live yet, make sure that you put them on your list to see live. They're really great. Now, before I go, I would like to put a couple of gigs on your radar, coming directly from the Newcastle Live Gig Guide, where you can find out everything that's happening around Newcastle and The Hunter. Here are my top picks for the week ahead. Live and Original is happening this Wednesday night at Five Sawyers, and this week it will be featuring local singer-songwriter Maeve. At the Hamilton Station Hotel this Wednesday night, Bad Witch, The Sposadars, and Chaz Wazza will be at the Hamilton Station Hotel from 9. I'm so sorry if I've gotten the pronunciation of those band names wrong, but Bad Witch are definitely one to see. And to finish things off, NTL Landmarks will be celebrating the release of their second single from their new EP, Car Rides, with friends Not Good Not Bad and Chai Chester at the Rogue Scholar Rooftop. That's happening this Saturday night from 3pm till 7pm. And as I said, it's on the rooftop of the Rogue Scholar and you should head along to NTL Landmarks Instagram or the good stuff underscore Newcastle Live Instagram and share the post to go in the draw to win a double pass to that night. I hope that you've enjoyed the show tonight and I hope that you will also join me from Monday for the next episode of the Newcastle Live and Local Music Show. I will see you then. 